provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. They will not be able to gain an erection without thinking about Peter Dinklage. Well, guess they finally figured out the microphone. Idiots. Hello, everybody. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. Well, I'm Rob. All right. As forementioned, I have some invisible ass paddlings. Awesome. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. I'm ready for a good swap. I am too. So um, I'm going to go into this again for people that may not uh, be up to date on our podcast, but this has been going on since day one. Where me and Topher started this thing well over a year and a half ago. We started off with uh, a lot of different features. We're not doing Mr. Creepy anymore, um, but we're doing some some of his stuff that he would do, but without his voice. Um, but anyhow, um, in, Invisible Ass Paddlings have been a staple since the start. And this is, uh, the story is, is this right here. Me and Topher were walking on the beach, and I was sitting there looking at a couple of seagulls, hoping they weren't going to shit on me, and I stubbed my toe on something. I turn around, I go, what the fuck is that? And Topher goes, man, it looks like a bottle with a cork in it. So we went over there, and we popped it open. Here come a genie. And we're like, yay, we get three wishes. He goes, no, fuck nuts, you only get one wish. But, 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 he goes, I know, that's what everybody thinks you get three wishes, you only get one. And uh, I was like, okay, shit, so make it a good one. Like, how about end, how about end air pollution or or cancer or something where me and Topher look at each other and said, no, we want to ass paddle people. We want invis- We want it to be invisible. The genie rolled his eyes and goes, oh, fuck. For all the people that can find me, it's you. Okay, very well. Once a month, you guys can be invisible for a day. That's when you can do your ass paddlings. So this is when me and Topher do our ass paddlings. Uh, we're both invisible. And we take turns. One of us holds the person down that needs the ass paddling, and the other one does the paddling. And then the next one, vice versa. You know, whoever was holding him down, he's paddling, and whoever's paddling, he's holding him down. So it works out great. So once a month, month we get to do this. So this is our list of who we're going to paddle this month. So we haven't done it yet, so don't let anyone in on it, okay? We're We're going to paddle them here soon. So... Number one is Ben and Jerry. And Ben and Jerry is because... Did I paddle them last time? Yeah. I'm paddling them again. Fuck it. Me and Topher are going to paddle them a couple of times. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. And that puts them in the run for a Hall of Fame. It is in the Hall of Fame, but we can still pull them out and paddle them periodically. And here's why... Oh, they're already there? Okay, well, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are in the Hall of Fame. And here's why they're getting paddled again. They refuse to acknowledge that that is Native American land that they're on after they bitched and whined and fucking and raised hell uh, via Twitter about how evil we all are, Canada and America, for taking their land and not paying them for it. 
But when he gets called out on, when they get called out on it, they have nothing to say, which makes them hypocrites, which makes them paddle-worthy, which means they are going to be paddled again. They're getting pulled out of the Hall of Fame here, here probably Monday or Tuesday, and Topher and I are going to take turns paddling them for probably five hours. So their fucking false oh, teeth wow. are going to come out. The next one. Am I invited to that party? Absolutely. Okay. If, if you're, if, if can get there. Okay, and if not, we will send closed link to you via the phone, and you can watch. Oh, awesome! That's now remember, awesome. you won't see me or Topher. We're going to be invisible. You're just going to see like uh, them being, you know, hung uh, horizontal in the air. I know that. Okay. I'm part of this. I know that. Okay. All right. Number two. Any grown person who watched Barbie the movie without a child involved. Watch what? Barbie the, mo- the movie. What the hell is that? No, it's all the rage. You know Barbie? The doll? No. Well, yeah, I know the doll. Okay. It's a movie now, and it's huge. Oh, is it? And grown-ups are... Seriously, I did not know that. Okay, grown-ups, not know that. grown-ups are going to watch this thing. And I'm simply saying... Any grown-up that watched that movie without a child involved gets ass paddling. So me and Topher are going to be busy. We're going to be busy for probably months paddling asses over that. So, and also Topher's going to touch with the. Topher's going to Barbie the movie by themselves. Topher's going to barehanded smack him with a hand that accidentally touched Kale. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's going to be nice to watch. Kale infection. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a new thing. Yep. And this next one, and if I if I paddled these guys before, I they need paddling again. All Swifties. Huh? Swifties. They are Taylor Swift fans. They call themselves Swifties. And they uh, do their hair and, and try to act and look just like her. And they're called okay, Swifties. Well, you said Taylor Swift. You got my vote. Yes, all Swifties, I'm and sorry, these are I do not these like are her. the fanatical fans. These are the fanatical fans of Taylor Swift. They're the ones that like dress like her and look like her, or try to look like her and go to her shows and worship her asshole and all this. So they're the ones that book Arrowhead. Yes. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next one. Taco Bell. And this is because of the uh, um, Taco Tuesday Taco deal. Tuesday. Yep. Then the next one, LeBron James, for trying to trademark Taco Tuesday. And then when he couldn't, he goes to Taco Bell and gets an endorsement deal about Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so, and they can be... I, I think that LeBron James and Taco Bell both have to do a bare-assed ass-paddling together. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Is LeBron James in the Hall of Fame yet? Uh, he is now. I think that story put him in it. He's in the Hall of Fame. I so, mean, he, he's been in many. Well, here's the deal with the Hall, of Fame, the Hall of Fame of ass-paddling. You can never get out of it. Right. Yeah. And one of these days... um, over Taco Tuesday. Come on. It's just like Skip Bayless is in the Hall of Fame and he's never getting out. 
Only one of these days, yeah. we're going to have a uh, we're going to have an uh, an interview with the alleged gerbil that they found in his asshole. Allegedly, and Skip Bayless's hey, asshole. Can I do the bowing on Taylor Swift? Yes, absolutely. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we can involve her in there with it. She'll be first, and then the Swifties will be right after her. How's that? <laughs> the next one. All corporate radio gets an ass paddling. All of it. Because it's so sterile and stupid and just, ugh. It's horrible. I got, I'm honestly starting to have to agree with you on that. It's all the same garbage. Left to right, I'm right to left, coast to, to coast. Down, you know, like iHeart streaming my music now. And yeah. 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 It's I'm sad. It's a I'm sad state. It's a sad state that radio is in. Um, the next one, and I hope you know about this story so you can laugh with me. Ron DeSantis limo driver. Okay, I don't know the story, but they were involved. Him and his whole, him and his whole entourage were involved. Were involved in a like a, a six-way car crash, and it was all oh him. It was his okay. limo driver, and then the people around him, all his handlers. It was like in Kentucky <laughs> or something. Look it up; it's quite humorous. So his limo driver, his limo driver who allegedly started the whole fucking uh, whole wreck, gets an ass paddling. So the <laughs> the next one, Cigna Healthcare for having the algorithm that denied people without even looking at them. Okay. They get a bare ass paddling. I'm going to go ahead and send them to the Hall of Fame. And I'm sure Topher will sign off on this. And do you sign off on this, Rob? Because you two do, yes. I do not have any dealings with them personally. But since well, no, I don't like the fact that they, they yeah, denied people health care right. coverage for no, really no reason. Uh-huh. You got my vote. Okay. The next one. The L.A. Chargers. You know why? Well, that too, but they gave uh, they gave Fucknut over there the highest paid contract for quarterbacks. Well, yeah, that's why I said the Chargers. Yep, yep, Herbert. Yep, they gave him uh, they gave him the largest contract for all. Uh, and then there's rumor that little Joey Burrow is going to get the next highest, but. Uh, our boy Patrick Mahomes isn't worried about it. He's not. Uh, he's not worried about it. He won't, he's, he's worried about. It. He's, he's worried about winning uh, Super Bowls. So. Um, Did you see that new mansion he bought? Yes. I think this is um. That's uh, that's in Lock Lloyd. That's in Lock Lloyd. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Right that's, out by our neck of the woods. They, yeah, that's about four miles from my house. Yeah. Um. Let's see, next. All kale and kale lovers. Kale itself and kale lovers. Now, I know, I know we've covered them before, but they get it again because of Topher. Yeah. Yep, so kale and kale lovers get the ass paddlings. 
So, and probably, you know, they're in the Hall of Fame, so we're just going to grab them out of the Hall of Fame, start paddling their ass. Next uh, one. Lovers, they're open market any time on this show. Yes, they are. Yes. Any second. We could bring it up out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We were. And we also, were I say that, like, we, uh, we take, like, turns of duty where we just, like, grab some kale and kale lovers and just start paddling the hell out of them. Like, let's say you wake up and you're a little restless one night. You can't really get back to sleep. And you're like, you know what? You know what make me feel really good? A paddle and a couple of kale lovers. And then after that, you can oh, go to sleep. And that man. would be so yeah, relaxing. Yeah, you'd be like, man, I feel great after that. Man, I paddled the that'd piss be, out that'd, of five that'd of them. Than a, that'd be better than a jacuzzi and a bonfire. Oh, yeah. Oh, just paddling away. Smoke, oh, smoking yeah. a cigar, giggling. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would be bizarre though. I would have a pair of leather booty shorts and and hip high boots, and paddle them in that, and no shirt. You would. Yes, it would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and wherever I paddle, I wiggle my ass. I pray God. <laughs> we did not listen to this. <laughs> well, at least I didn't do the G string when I originally thought of. At least I was that. Oh, no, no, you, 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 you mentioned what you read on your phone and see them what I do with it. <laughs> so, fair warning, Kale and Kale lovers. Yep. Uh, <laughs> ass paddle, leather booty shorts. Um, um, knee-high waders with uh, with heels, um, shiny black, and no shirt. That's how you're getting your paddling from me. You're welcome. Uh, Next, you, no, you got you got to have a feather boa. Yes. Feather, yeah. 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 Okay. Great. Okay. You're yeah, right. How yeah, could I? I, I don't know how I could have left that off. I'm sorry. Next one. J.P. Morgan Chase. And that's because of all the shit that they've been doing. Alright. They've been in the news all a right. lot. You take your pick. I have not been following it, so I cannot... Well, I had a story about it last that. week, and I had a story about him the week before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, but, anyhow... But I listen to what you... Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? What the fuck is wrong with these guys? We are two douchebags in microphone. As charming as a leaky sewer pipe. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, your five-year-old neighbor have all their violin lessons during all of your hangovers. Alright, Pilgrims, it's two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, you got some stuff, Rob, or you want me to go with this Aaron Rodgers story? Well, uh, hey. Yes. July 20th, this is something my niece shared. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 20th, and this was on Facebook, happy 100th birthday to Philanthropist, the builder, Mr. William H. Dunn, J. Dunn Construction. I'm very familiar with them. 
I've done a lot of yeah. jobs for J.E. Ben. July 20th was his 100th birthday. Okay. Big name around the Kansas City area, big construction man. Actually, Actually all over. I've done, I've done jobs for J.E. Dunn all over this country, yes. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, all over. Actually, all over the country, but yeah. July 20th would have been his 100th birthday, so. Oh, okay. Is he passed? Happy birthday, Mr. Dunn. Okay, happy birthday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I've got a little Aaron Rodgers news. Aaron Rodgers has, oh. his, has a new deal with the New York Mets, and he's taking a pay cut to try to deliver a Super Bowl for the winning star franchise. Rodgers agreed to a new two-year deal, $75 million guaranteed contract with the Jets on Wednesday, according to a person familiar with the deal. The four-time NFL MVP had nearly $110 million in guaranteed money remaining on his previous deal signed with Green Bay, but Rodgers has taken less money with New York, and a move that appears to also reiterate his stay with the Jets is likely to last beyond the beyond the season. So, in other words, he's not going to be sending dick pics to the trainer like Brett Favre was, and have to get out of town on a bullet train. <laughs> and, and but you know, Aaron Rodgers probably could get away with a little bit more because he's not married. Uh, Brett Favre was. Didn't, wasn't, was not a good look. Was not a good look. So, no. the person spoke to the AP on the condition of anonymity because the team didn't announce the contract. NFL Network first reported the sides had agreed to a new deal that included no franchise tag and no trade clause clauses. After Rodgers confirmed a pro football talk report on Thursday night that he agreed to a rework contract. Yeah, there's going to be something uh, hitting probably later on today, Rogers said. As it turned out, it was totally new contract for a player who has reportedly hinted he was more than just a one-year rental for New York, who haven't been to the Super Bowl since their only win with Joe Namath leading the way in 1969. The team gave up significant pieces for it to uh, just be a one-year deal. Rogers said a few hours before the news... That um, of the con- that the contract circulated. I'm aware of that. I think there was an awareness of that. Now again, anything could happen with my body or the success that we have this year. But I'm having a blast, so I really don't see this as a one-year and done thing. The Jets sent a first, second, and six-round pick in this year's draft to the Packers in April, along with a conditional second rounder next year that. Be- could become a first rounder if Rodgers plays at least 65% of the snaps. Now that's not a whole lot of snaps to give a first rounder to, uh, you know. But so they're, um, you know. Anyhow, Green Bay gave up the first and fifth round picks this year along with the quarterback. Rodgers. Uh, well, I forgot about that. Green Bay gave up a couple of a uh, couple of uh, a couple of picks also. Rodgers pre- previously agreed to a rework contract that helped push the trade forward. He was a due a fully guaranteed $58.3 million option bonus, but it was shifted to next year. That left New York needing to pay Rodgers the minimum during his first three months with the team, which cost only $1.2 million against the salary cap, helping the Jets make additional roster moves and signings. But that restructuring also meant Rodgers' 2024 salary could have counted $107.6 million against next year's cap and enormous hit. 
It said that Jets and Rodgers were able to work out a new deal to satisfy both sides. It also gives Jets fans hope that they can see a winner soon after a team has failed to make the playoffs for 12 straight years, the NFL's longest active postseason drought. Change can be difficult for sure, especially when it's that drastic. 18 years in one spot, Rodgers said, referring to his time in Green Bay. But if you can lean into it and embrace it, there's something really beautiful about things on the other side. And and I've been experiencing it so far, and people have been great, both Jersey and the city. I'm having a, one hell of a time, is what he said. So, anyhow, wow. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming, did you? No. Yeah. Because he was, no, uh, yeah, he was uh, really, uh, I don't know, really kind of looking kind of selfish there for a little bit, in my opinion. So, all right, do you got anything, Rob? Uh, well, if you got something else real quick, I'm reading no, that's fine. something right now, but oh my God. That's but fine. Do you have something real quick and then I'll go into this? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> the candy comments of Broncos, this is Sean Payton, and he started mouthing off about their uh, former uh, head coach, um, Hackett. I forgot his first name. Nathaniel Hackett. And about some of the people that are still with the team. And it didn't go over very well in Denver. The candy comments of Broncos coach Sean Payton were going, Regarding former Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett, generated plenty of attention and for good reason. Peyton's takedown of Hackett was more brutal and blunt than any comments any NFL coach has uttered regarding a pair in years. But Hackett wasn't the only one to face criticism. As to the mishandling of quarterback Russell Wilson in 2022, <coughs> Peyton placed plenty of blame on others who still work for the Broncos. That wasn't his fault, Peyton said of Wilson. That's what the parents who allowed it. That's not an incrimination on him, <coughs> but an incrimination on the head coach, the GM, the president, and everybody else who watched it all happen. The GM, George Patton, is still there. The team president, Denimi Leach, is still there. And the group of everybody else who watched it all happen includes ownership. Regardless of whether ownership has an excuse or not recognizing what was happening and why, given that they didn't show up until taking the team over in August, Peyton's painted uh, with a very broad brush. Everyone else who watched it all happen. This includes Greg Penner, who might not have uh, known football, but who knew people as the CEO of Walmart. It also includes Condi Rice, who both knows football and worked at the highest levels of American government. The reasons for Peyton's decision to scorch the earth regarding 2022 remain unclear. What is clear is that it will be a little awkward in the building, especially if the comments surprised everybody inside the operation as much as they surprised everybody outside the operation. And I've got a very clear-cut answer for that. He was on the sauce. He was on the sauce, and somebody caught him and asked him a question. He fucking got under his skin, and he just started letting loose. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. That simple. That's when you're that honest. You're on the sauce. He was having a couple of fucking pops and someone caught him at the wrong time. And he said what he really thinks, which is horrible. <laughs> so, anyhow, Sean Payton, not a, not a smart move. And, and also, I read a follow-up article, but I didn't even bother because he did say this. 
Okay. He said he regrets the comments he made. He still made them. Yeah. 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 And they're not going away. People are going to remember them forever. As long as Sean Payton's there, people are going to remember them. So. Okay, well, you said you wanted weird stories out of me. I think weird stories are probably about our level, don't you think? I got one just our speed, buddy. Okay. And this comes out of the New York Post. Yeah, I can believe it. Man who spent man who spent fourteen thousand dollars to transform himself into a collie steps out for first ever walk in public. You're talking about a dog. <laughs> this, well, this, guy, this guy trans okay, was transformed. Let me, let me read the article. Okay. Let me read it. A Japanese native has transported himself into a canine after forking out more than $14,000 for a custom-made collie costume. The private citizen who goes only by Toko, T-O-C-O, online says the unusual garment has helped actualize his dream to become an animal. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Well, that that yeah that that's as far as I can get into it. <laughs> no, this somebody yeah this somebody this somebody go close. Look it up. I'm not making that up. This is somebody's road cross. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. $2,000 on a collie costume. Uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a good story. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, like I said, I spent most of my time on the music thing. I love that. That story's right up our alley, dude, don't you think? Yes, yes. All right. Oh, Joe Burrow's got answer? Yeah, you didn't see that? They actually... Um, I'm, ju I'm just now, I'm just now seeing it now. Yeah, um, yeah, he went down on a stretcher. Yeah, yeah, it's showing Yeah, wow, yep. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, uh, they say it's uh, a calf injury. Um, so I don't know how long he's going to be out. So let me see if I can find the Sports Illustrated article that I was reading earlier about it. And it could yeah. be pretty bad. The Bengals are signing quarterback Rick Reed Senate, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. This is from uh, Sports Illustrated online. 
Senate worked out for the team on Saturday along with Drew Pitt. Cincinnati opted to sign the 26-year-old Sinet, who most recently played for the San Antonio Brahmas of the XFL. It'll be good to get another armor there because that's a lot of throws for these two guys, Bengals coach Zach Taylor said on Friday. Burroughs is expected to miss most of training camp. Senate will serve as Cincinnati's third quarterback behind Trevor Simeon and Jake Browning. Senate signed with the Buccaneers as an undrafted free agent in 2020. He also spent time with the Eagles and Dolphins. Uh, and so it sounds to me like there's not that much to them signing this guy um, unless, unless they think that this could be a, reoccur a reoccurring pain in the ass injury that's going to hamper uh, Burrow all season. And it's really hard to it's really hard to tell if they just hired him to kind of like keep another arm in there to keep uh, the other people practicing, or if it's just extra insurance, or maybe perhaps a little bit of both. Is what I'm thinking. So that very well could be. They said he's going to miss most of training camp. Now, what if that injury doesn't heal quite right? Is he going to miss the first two or three games? Then, in that case. I'm not saying they can't recover from that. They can. What I'm saying is this, because they have a very good defense. What I'm saying is this right here, that they're, uh, they're going to need somebody in there uh, for depth. Now, Trevor Simeon might be the backup, and <coughs> I'm not for sure <coughs> what the pecking order is, but it sounds to me like Trevor Simeon is the backup. So he will be in there playing. But then what if he gets injured uh, like San Francisco during the playoffs of uh, last season? And the, it was so bad that they actually put uh, what's-his-name back out there with his arm all fucked up. I forgot his name. <coughs> but, I mean. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. I remember that now. Yeah. <coughs> so I think it's a little bit of both. I think that they think that, you know, he'll probably miss most of the training camp, but then he'll come in and it'll take him a little bit to get adjusted, but they'll be fine this season. But I also think there's probably a little bit of them that are like thinking, what if this doesn't heal quite like we think it's going to, and it stretches three or four games. So then they got a guy behind a guy. So right, anyhow, right. yeah, yeah, not good though, not good. <coughs> because nobody touched him. why you have a number two. Yes. Yep. Um, um, our number two is uh, Gabbard, isn't it? Blaine Gabbard, who is very, he's a good quarterback. He's not quite a starter, but he is the, uh, he is the upper echelon of the backups. Yeah, I have not done much background check on him yet. Blaine Gabbard came from Missouri, MU. He was a very fine quarterback there. He set a lot of records. And then he went to quite a few different teams, uh, most notably Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he was on the Super Bowl winning team with them. Okay, so I did not know that. And uh, I think Tom Brady likes Gabbert quite a bit and thinks a lot of him. He's got a good arm. He's a smart quarterback. And he, as far as uh, backups go, he would be like uh, probably the prime real estate of backups. So um, I think they're pretty good. Blaine Gabbert's a guy that can win you a couple of games with his arm, but 
you know, not on a regular, consistent basis. So the Chiefs are really good. You don't want Mahomes to go down. But if he does for a game or two, I think you're okay with yeah, Gabbert. Yeah, they're, they're okay with Gabbert. So, anyhow, we'll see what happens with Cincinnati. I know this. I don't want anyone to get hurt and go out for the season because I think the Chiefs can win all these games with their A starters in. And, like I said before, I get tired of the excuses, you know. So, I want the big guys in there. I want all the ones that are supposed to be in there, and I want us to beat them head-to-head like that. And then not, not go, oh, my God, use a play call or whatever. And just like I told some people and mouthed off on the Internet. Uh, I was taught that you don't keep the game close enough to where referees uh, decide it. And I said, says all the losers, including me, when we were losing. It's easy. It's easy. It's, it's, um, it's like, all oh, the referees, all the referees. I quit doing that, man. I'm, I'm tired of it, man. You know, they got to play the fucking game sometime. And a referee making a bad call is a part of it. So if you can't overcome that, quite frankly, you don't have a good enough team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, I think that, it might have been Marty Schottenheimer said something like this. You get a bad call, you got to be a better team and overcome it. And that's all it is. You know, if you you know, yeah. and then Dick Vermeer yeah, used to true. say, "You are what your record says you are." So if you're 0 16, you lost every game by one point at the last minute. You're an 0 16 team, and I agree with Vermeer. Yeah. That's why they have yeah. records. That's why the best record gets first billing in the playoffs. That's why they seed them like that. So, and it doesn't matter. You have a tough division. I think there's a lot to be said for a tough division that makes a team tough. And better in the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, the Chiefs didn't exactly just mow over their competition. I mean, Denver played them very well. Uh, Fucking Uh, Raiders, Las Vegas almost beat them. I mean, they... A lot lot of people put up some good points against them. Yeah, so so the thing is, is this right here, the Chiefs did not have a cakewalk. Yeah, they won. Yeah, I think, didn't they run the table or did they lose one? I think they lost one to San Diego, maybe. But anyhow, they come close to running the table, or or they did, whatever. But it doesn't matter, because it wasn't a cakewalk. The rest of the team aren't a bunch of slubs, and especially when they play us. The record may not look good. Whenever they play us, they play us hard, and they play us as well as anybody plays us, because they know us and they get tired of us kicking their ass. So... Yeah. Anyhow, I think there's something to be said for a rugged division makes a team more rugged and battle-ready for the playoffs. So I don't even think that counts. So, anyhow, um, we'll be right back right after this. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See Behind the Smoke Show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off the day with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Oh Oh, shit. shit. What's What's that over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. <laughs> 
you know, French fries are not cooked in France. They're cooked in Greece. <laughs> As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. <coughs> Two emotionally disturbed dirtbags and a popsicle will be right back. Look, finally. So when we go on... Yeah, so... So um, we can't go to Cancun because of Al's surgeries like we were going to with my cousins. So instead, we're taking a little trip to Arkansas again. Not too far away. Oh, good. Yeah. So when I do this, I will either finish the book then, unless I get the book finished before now. But I like to write a lot of stuff while we're out on vacation on a cruise. I love to sit there on the Lido deck at night and, uh, and write out stories and write out different bits and little things that I consider comedy, whether anyone else does or not. I don't know. But it's stuff I consider funny, you know, like invisible ass paddlings or the ass hair olympics and all that stuff so Honestly, i i am trying it enjoying i really do okay cool so really rob you had some ass hair olympic news or something you were talking about earlier oh well well we were yeah we haven't figured out which way we're going to go with it yet okay so here's what i was going to do uh, is i think we need to get on the phone outside the podcast and we need to figure out who we need to pit up against each other. Like, let's say Oprah Winfrey against Elon Musk, or yeah, what, you well, know. See, my uh, my picks. I'm down to three competitions. Okay. Do you want to break loose with them right here, or you want to get to them later? Well, no, I want to get to them later. We okay. got to wheel out a bunch of yours. Okay. Um, I've got an idea of how I'm going to go with them. I'm going to have a bunch of uh, intersex ones, where male against female. Okay, well, I, I'm sitting here looking. Okay, how about we do one right now? Okay, go ahead. Okay. You had one that was a band. You mm -hmm. had GNR versus Def Leppard. Yeah, and I think GNR won, didn't they? Yes. Okay. Do you have a band you want to introduce to that? To go against I have GNR? a battle. I have a battle. Okay. Motorhead versus Juice Priest. Okay. Um, this is with Len Lemmy still alive, right? <coughs> oh, of course. Okay. All right. Hmm. Now, let's see. Rob Halford is gay, so I bet you he's groomed very well down there. So, Lemmy was not gay, and he was just a big partier, so I'm going with Motorhead all the way, just because they're lead singers. Okay, well then, there's our fan battle in the future. Okay, so now, do we pick Motorhead? versus Motorhead. Okay, sounds good. That, now that okay, is... We'll decide that later. We're going to have to break that one down. There's several tiers to that one that we can go. So, exactly. all right, exactly. we're, that's going to be the granddaddy, the finale of the Ass Hair Olympics. will be that one right there. That's going to be the prize that we figure out on air. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah, that, there's a lot of thinking in that one. It really is. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to go deceased people like Lemmy, there's a whole yeah. different, 
there's a whole other category. We can go to their past but not forgotten list, and then we can pick oh, people yeah. that have passed yeah. away, and we can pit them against each other. <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? I'm sure if they're alive, they get a chuckle out of it, right? Maybe they are somewhere. Maybe we're right. for, uh, you know, like right, right now, it's like, right now I can see right now, like Jimi Hendrix, like listening, <laughs> he goes, oh man, oh, hey, 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 all, all of a sudden, uh, um, let's see, who's another to see, Jerry Lee Lewis comes in and goes, hey, hey, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, God's around the corner and you listen to that two deuce bag thing, you know, you know he doesn't like that. Turn it off, man, he's coming around the corner. Okay, man, man, thank, <laughs> thanks, Jerry. I can see that happen right now. Yeah, you lose that two. You you lose that two deuce thing again. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Man, God's coming around the corner. He's gonna hear. Shit. Okay. Oh, I said shit. (laughs) So uh, anyhow, let's see. Um, Okay, so I think they asked her Olympics. Um, I will have that when I come back from my little mini vacay. Okay. I'm going to have my list of who gets pitted against who. You put your list of who gets pitted against who. And then we'll go well, over... I, I, I have my list. Like I said, I only have three battles. Okay, I've got to... I'm just offering to help you with yours. Okay, does anything stick out to you on mine? Uh, well, let's see. Hang on, let me... Yeah, because you have the... Three toss-ups that we finally decided the winners: Madonna, Joanna Margolis, and Robert De Niro. Okay, let me. So yeah, we could add. Oh, that would be a good battle right there. I've got one. This is this this is the way I want to go. Save for later. This is what I want to go on: Mark Zuckerberg versus Jennifer Lopez. See, I had Jay Lopez for someone else. I think Zuckerberg and Lopez would be a great fucking ass air off. Just because of the weirdness of it. You got a complete ginger, light skin against Jennifer Lopez, who's dark and dark hair. Is this the battle right now? Okay, let's do this one. Okay, and this one. I have my answer. I've got my answer, too. I'm going with Zuckerberg. I think he's got crazy red ass hair that just goes all over the place, and I think J Lo is well groomed. What do you think? Uh, I'm wanting to give it to J Lo. Okay. Uh, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I kind of see where you're going there, though. We'll flip the coin. You know what? No, we'll do this later. We'll do do this later. Let's keep this one together. Okay. And we will decide at a later date. But that is a battle. Zuckerberg versus Lopez. We'll think more on it. Okay, that'll work. Because there are some... I've got it. Man, I'm, I'm telling you... There's some real battles. I had J-Lo set for somebody else. I'll figure that one out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to help you out with all your many ones. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Like I said, I got three battles. 
I can wait to sneak in sometime. Okay. All right. Um, I, you want to switch notes here for a little bit? You want to switch gears? Whatever you got, man. Okay. A police officer in Georgia just found himself a new gaming buddy. This week, the the Hapville Police Department shared that one of their officers recently surprised a young boy with a PlayStation. In a Facebook post on Monday, the department said that Officer Coleman was called to the scene after receiving calls to have a young boy removed from the neighborhood. However, upon his arrival, the officer learned the boy was in the area because he wanted to do yard work, pulling weeds, cutting grass, and trimming edges so, it, so he could uh, save up for a PlayStation. The young man was polite, respectful, and truthful, the department wrote in a social media post. Officer Cullerin, a gamer himself, was impressed with the young man and thought he would help him reach his goal. Upon Cullerin and some of his friends were able to not only get his his young man a video game system but a gift card to pay for the membership so he could play immediately they added a video posted by the department showed the officer opening his trunk to reveal a ps5 in the back seat much to the delight of the boy who covered his face in shock before hugging the officer as for the future the department shared that the officer and the boy had some gaming to look forward to officer Colin made sure that this young man knew that they would play on the same team online soon. The department added as uh, as the post came to a close. So that's some pretty good. That's a pretty good story there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Very cool. It really is. So, anyhow, let's see what else. I've got some other stories here. I've got one I'm not sure I want to get into, but I've got the making of the Lake of the Ozarks and the underhanded shit that went on. But it is a long article, and it's, seven, it's seven pages you long. you got a Lake of the Ozarks story I don't have. It's about how and the underhanded shit they had to do to make the lake, and why they made the oh, lake, okay. and the people that made money I off it. Went into that. Yeah. Go for it. Um, it's too long. It's like ten pages. So we'll do, we'll do that. Yeah, it took a lot to make that lake. A lot. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know it did. That this man, this lake was man-made. Yeah. It was. Yeah, and there is there is more shorelines of Lake of the Ozarks than in California. The state of California. Yep. Yep. And I live right here. So. Yeah, there was a lot of underhanded shit. That, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they're kind of comparing it to the show Ozark about, like, the underhanded shit that went on there. Saying, like, maybe... Yeah. yeah. That maybe That's all I said. You got the article kind of almost alludes. The article kind of almost alludes to maybe the idea of Ozark came from actual, not actual events, but events that were kind of eyebrow raising like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, Anyhow, I've got now, 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 now the coke dealer on the preacher 
Well, on the show Ozark, there is mm-hmm. a preacher, there's a church on the water where the dude's doing coke or whatever or heroin. No, I don't believe that happens. No, 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 no. But they're saying like the underhanded, all the mob dealings and all that stuff. Actually, I think they actually well, idea. Well, could have happened. They said that they well, could have. Well, according to my article, a lot of it did. But anyhow, um, and then like uh, it goes into how they had to go to unincorporated areas to buy that land first to just surround the land that uh, that they needed for the lake. They had to go to the easy picking area and surround the other people they didn't want to sell. And the people they didn't want to sell uh, still got flooded. Uh, they, they still did it anyhow. They just flooded the people out of their homes. It was crazy. But I'll read yeah. it all later. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all of those ten pages. I'm going to condense it down to like three pages. And we'll go from there. So, here really quick before we get off here and conclude our evening. I have a uh, singer who uh, married what she claims was a ghost of a Victorian soldier. Has said that they divorced less than a year later. So I guess even the ghost couldn't get along with her nutty ass. The songwriter-performer who goes by only the name Bark Broca, Brocard, Brocard, sorry, I thought it said Barcode, Brocard, said she first met devilishly handsome Eduardo when he burst into her bedroom one dark and stormy night. So the 40-year-old from Oxfordshire said the long-haired... Eduardo immediately announced his love for her and later began confiding in her. The spirited love affair hit the headlines when Brocard announced that they were to marry in a chapel on Halloween in 2022. Her and this ghost. Wow. Brocard posted a video of the ceremony on Instagram where she was seen wearing an all black with an empty space where the invisible Eduardo was uh, said to have been standing. However, shortly after they married, Brocard said she was angry that her husband got too drunk on their honeymoon in Berry Island, Wales. <laughs> I think I like this Eduardo guy. Even Eduardo's going, fuck this bitch. She's nuts. I'm a ghost and she's fucking nuts. The fucking ghost got drunk because he got married. The ghost got drunk and he fucking, he was like, man, screw this bitch. Brokeheart added that Eduardo would become increasingly possessive and would switch between being warm and intense and threatening. Wales online reports. Typical alcoholic. Yeah, Typical yeah. alcoholic. I love you. I love you. You better never leave me. I love you. Do what you know. Fuck you. You stay right there. I know what you're doing. Hey, who's that voice? <laughs> she said after an initial meeting. Oh, That's, <laughs> That's a loser there. <laughs> she said after our initial meeting, Eduardo slowly revealed some more about himself to me. I saw his image in his images as a Victorian soldier. He was always in his uniform. Even on our wedding day, his face is devilishly handsome, shoulder length and ruly hair. He looks lived in, well worn, troubled almost. There's a pain attached to his being. The songwriter, poet, and performer also said she uh, she tired of Eduardo's unsettling fascination with Marilyn Monroe. Huh. Well, this singer has dark hair. Uh, isn't particularly like really dark skin, but it has dark hair. Marilyn Monroe was pretty light, so I don't get a, you know, 
I, I don't really get that. It seems to me like he goes for two different type of women there, maybe. I don't know. Well, anyhow, uh, Brokard claims that the soldier's crush on the late iconic Hollywood actress began on their wedding day when he spotted the spirit of Monroe in the chapel. She claims the soldier would disappear for days, returning smelling of Chanel Number no. 5, the fragrance which had been Monroe's favorite perfume. <laughs> So, he, he was like, right off the bat, he's like, fuck this, there's Marilyn Monroe, I'm fucking leaving this bitch. <laughs> the singer claimed setting boundaries infuriated Eduardo, and he allegedly started to haunt her with the sound of a screaming baby. Yeah, Eduardo! I love Eduardo, we're Eduardo fans, aren't we? Eduardo's the best. Yay! Go, Eduardo. He's got my vote. He's got my vote for best guy ever. Picard says she returned to the chapel where they married in order to exorcise him from her mind. She announced the, the split in her song, Just Another Anthem. How nice. Well, well, I don't know what to tell her. She couldn't even keep a uh, ghost. <laughs> Picard, you're a loser. You're a loser, Picard. <laughs> so, anyhow, you have any uh, final thoughts there, Rob? You got anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got thoughts. All right, here we go. I love these. <laughs> Before you marry a person, you should first make them use a computer with slow internet service to see who they really are. <laughs> Absolutely, and with that. We say good night, everybody. We hope everyone have a good night. Thank you for listening. You guys are incredible. There's a lot of you, and we love you. Good night, everybody. Good night. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net, you're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.